1: Kroger Fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages. It's that time again. It's it's the time again where the spacey sympathizer comes at you with a <laughs> uh, a, a well-rehearsed introduction to the Triforce podcast featuring Louis Brinley of the Ogs Cast. Hi. Perian Flax, also of the Ogs Cast. Hello. And myself, Sips from the Ogs Cast. Here I am. The,
2: it's Hi. rocketing towards Christmas. Oh, fuck. Yeah, guys. you're right like, about that. At a rate of fucking knots, yeah. honestly. People are like, tinsels out, Christmas markets are out, people are buying presents and Christmas decorations. I can't quite believe that it's happening.
0: Tinsels out, ass up. This year, let's do this. Has
2: been Christmas, so motherfuckers. motherfuckers. Yeah. I read that, like, um,. I read a thing on Reddit, okay, and I don't know if this is true, but it's it was basically um, if time is appearing to go too fast, right? Right. Just start doing something, working towards something every day, right? Um, like that guy who I saw who went out and like planted a tree every day for like 30, like the guy years. who ate
0: that Spitfire. Remember that guy? He <laughs> ate a whole
2: <laughs> Spitfire,
0: and it must have taken him. He must have eaten like maybe like a, a tiny piece of metal per day over the course of like 50 years to finally eat that thing.
2: Well, I hope... Well, I guess... And now he can fly! You know
0: what's kind of crazy to think, though? Like, in World War II, they were so desperate for resources, they would have hung that guy for eating a Spitfire at the time. (laughs) But now, in the modern day... He can fucking eat one and nobody gives
1: a shit. It's the the slowest kind of sabotage in history, right? Yeah. We believe that German spies are eating our planes very slowly.
0: (laughs) Uh, At a rate of one small piece of metal per day. I don't know how you digest that, but whatever. I mean, I have problems digesting a banana, which is actual
2: food. (laughs) So this guy is the guy who is known as uh, the guy who eats anything, right? He's eating like bicycles shopping carts yeah tv but how
0: how do you eat a shopping cart like that's some you know like i i've thrown many shopping carts into creeks in my life and they don't even bend or anything like they're made of like hard shit you know like it's hard to bend up a shopping cart let alone how would you even start to eat one like how do you get the metal soft
2: enough to like You know, chew it up and stuff. How does it work? So he's 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 basically drank a lot of mineral oil, right? And washed and sort of lubed up his throat, I guess, and like swallowed, like broke up the metal into small bits. Right. Okay. So it's not not
0: a case of just like gnawing on it enough to like chew it. No, it would dissolve. Okay.
2: he had a very thick lining, right, of his stomach. And okay. inter- He's dead now, by the way. Well, yeah, I'm not surprised. And also he had this uh, eating disorder, you know, p- <laughs> yeah. pica, pica. Shop- shopping eat, cartitis, like, um, yeah. People eat, like, weird stuff. It's a common thing, actually, that people would eat, like, hard things. It's a common... Th- it's like... I was watching the Louis Theroux documentary about anorexia, and it's kind of like... It's kind of like reverse obesity. Like it, it. Well, obviously it is, I guess, but, but people... It's like people have this just incredible fear of of eating. And, right. man, it was a really good documentary. I've been watching all the through stuff lately. Yeah,
0: I watched that one too, the uh, anorexia one, right? It was really, yeah, on, really, on, on, really quite yeah. depressing. I hate watching stuff. I know, like, it's a terrible, like, uh, condition to have and stuff. But, man, it's, like, so – it just feels so hopeless, like, the people that have it, like – did you see that woman who had it for, like, 45 years? She was, like, in her 60s or whatever. Yeah. Just, like, her whole life really revolved around And she was, it, yeah.
2: oh, she, she had, like, this pile of, suck, like, boiled sweets in her cupboard. Yeah, she was that's like, right, yeah. She was, like, the, these, this little pile of boiled sweets, I suck them for a little bit, then I put them back in the cupboard. Go and it was, like, almighty. so disgusting.
0: Yeah, but it's all, it, it's all to do with feeling bad, like, feeling like she doesn't
2: deserve things and stuff. And it's, oh, it's yeah, awful. It's, it's a, it's a real, it's really awful, actually. It's really kind of, it's not what you think sometimes. Everyone's different as well, obviously. Yeah. Like, you know, there's not that's the problem, I think, that everyone wants it to be everyone wants everything to be black and white, right? Yeah. So and certainly like if you're a doctor or or if you're a patient, you know, you wanna know that I've either got something or I haven't. Or or if you want if you want to prescribe medication to someone or have insurance, you know, it has to be you either had something or you haven't. And the problem is, is that it's a thousand shades of of different it's every, everyone's experience with these these disorders is different and so therefore everyone's treatment needs to be different and sometimes it's very difficult to to get that and and so, I mean, with, with anorexia, like I think it's a little bit like all of these things. Like if, if you meet someone with depression, the automatic response is just yell at them. Don't, just cheer up. Just don't be so miserable. Right? Uh. You know, if you meet someone with anorexia, you're like, just eat something. You know, you can see why their people and people get frustrated with them, right? Because but that stems, it's so... from,
0: it, it, it stems from a selfish place, though, doesn't it? Because when people say stuff like that, it's because they want to feel... They they don't want to feel like dragged down by someone, right? Like it, it's like I think people say that like just be happy, just feel better or whatever because it's like hassle for them. Like this person who's not like feeling well or not happy or whatever, you know what I mean? Like
1: I, th- I think it's a combination of that and it's also people just can't empathize. If it's something if you break a leg, everyone can see that, right? You, your yeah. fucking leg is broken, there's bone sticking out through the skin. It's like, "Oh, that looks nasty." You get the cast on. It, it's clear that you broke your leg. And you could just say, oh yeah, better rest up, get well, you know, but if you say, like you know, everyone knows people who's had depression. I mean, I I know people who've had like severe depression. I've been sad and depressed at points in my life, but because I had something to be depressed about, it was different. But some people are just fucking miserable even when everything should be really good, right? It's hard to explain that to people. And I think that's the the biggest problem with mental health is not, not the stigma, but literally the, the inability of, of regular people to empathize with something when you're like, but how can you be depressed? You have all this and you have that. And it's very, very, very hard to empathize with something that is not something you can point at, not something that apparently you can even really fix. And it's just like, well, what the fuck do you do? So people just panic and just just fucking cheer up, like you said. But it's just, it's almost impossible to put yourself in that person's position if you don't suffer from it.
0: Yeah, I think it's like the OCD thing, you know, when people are saying, oh, it's triggering my OCD or whatever. And people with actual OCD get offended by that, rightfully so, because OCD in itself uh, is like this crippling condition that basically ruins your life. Yeah, there there was a guy... uh, people who get slightly annoyed about things not being symmetrical like probably don't actually have OCD
1: yeah, or yeah, probably
0: yeah. don't have like a terrible life off the back of it sort of thing but some of these people that suffer from OCD like the the rituals that they do every day it just consumes their whole day like you're talking about yeah. somebody like tapping on a kettle 50 times before oh, yeah. turning it on and stuff and that's just like the tip of the iceberg it, it like, gets so
1: bad that it, it's it's like like a really severe OCD sufferer, it it is a complete disability. Like it, hundred yeah. percent is.
2: But I, I think I think that that is just to do with the the way that people use language, right? You go yeah. outside and you're a little bit cold. And you say, "Oh, it's freezing out here." Or you yeah, yeah. you go to the, you go to the shop to buy something. And you're like, "I'm starving." Yeah. Everyone always jumps to like you're the right. most extreme Won't someone thing. someone think right?
1: of the hungry Inuit people? Who are actually starving and freezing? And no one's freezing. thinking of them, are they?
0: <laughs> no, no, they're like the last thing on my mind when I use that that language. And they no. have
1: to, they have to stack the snow just so for their yeah. igloo. And if they mess up, they got to start all over again because they're also OCD sufferers and they're yeah. depressed with good I mean, cause. And-
2: I mean, and they are probably eating like like sleds and stuff and like eating igloos just chewing on them trying to <laughs> trying to get Ga- them down. Gaming
0: culture is terrible for all this though. There's so many terms that are used like in gaming regularly that are potentially super offensive, you know, like calling something cancer, um calling so- oh, yeah. calling yeah. something AIDS. I mean, we do it all the time. Um, there used to I be. Mean, it used to be popular to 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 use the the word rape like for you yeah, know, yeah. your team getting destroyed or whatever and stuff. And like it, you you see
2: that less so now. But well, even at school though, you know, when I was at school and stuff, it was it was it was the word gay. You know, like it was a commonly used imp- word to say that something just was not uh, that. In the nineties, cool. it was. It was, it was a bit, yeah. Oh, that's a bit gay. Yeah. It's like a bit annoying. Like kind of, I don't know. And and, and the problem is that's part of. That was part of my language as a teenager, and therefore I have to fight against using it now because I know it's not kind you of. You have to
1: battle the resistance. But the, resist same, thing the with,
2: same thing with retarded. You retarded. Know, that's yeah.
1: like, fucking sandwiches fucking retarded again yeah and in the, in the so 90s, 90s
2: it was
0: so typical it was it was used in TV shows and everything yeah, like yeah. It, it was like it was almost like it, it almost became like uh, like part of like like surfer lingo or something it was like,
2: like family radio dude, that you know, shit it, is retarded like
0: I'm pretty <laughs> sure they said that word multiple times in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon
2: I'm not even joking like and was, and
1: in TMNT they, I mean all the racial slurs they were trying- Around was unbelievable. It was disgraceful.
2: Yeah. I think people don't like to use mild terms. Like if, if you're if you're someone who like needs to have all your pencils lined up on your desk, you're probably a bit anal, right? Yeah. But people don't want to say, "Oh, I'm really anal today." Yeah. <laughs> right. They'd rather be like, "Oh, I'm all OCD today." it's I don't know. it's it's, it's but it's. Appropriatized by its use, you know. So, so many people refer to themselves, and it's been, you know, if it's said on Hollywood shows and it's said in common parlance on yeah. the media that we consume, then that's why it enters the, the lingo from there. But, but then again, the lingo, the common lingo, does enter Hollywood, and then it cycles around and becomes this. But once it becomes mainstream, people don't language. want to say
1: it anymore. That's the thing. No, yeah, that's yeah. The like thing. I, I think if if you had. Uh, Jesus, I don't know. Think of a fucking example for yourselves, all right? But if you had that example that's in your mind, saying that thing, jismop, jismop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
0: find that one a little bit. That offensive. would be
1: everywhere, and then people would get sick of jismop
2: dumpster as well. is
0: pretty dumpster.
2: offensive. I I don't like oh that one. Oh my god, that is pretty yeah, awful. awful. I mean, I I seem to remember seeing that on like a glittery, you know, like <laughs> child's that top I- or whatever. <laughs> Show me, and it's like, oh,
1: Jesus Christ. Wasn't one of the My Little Ponies called Cum Dumpster? (laughs) And her best friend, Jizmo. Oh my God. (laughs) God.
2: I'd watch that show if that was the case. In brony to oh, Me God. too. God, man. I... It sounds like something out of Rick and Morty it does. though, doesn't it? It does. It does. It does yeah. Just to
1: talk, I've, I've got to talk about this guy because I can't stop thinking about him now. This is going back to the OCD stuff, right? When I was growing up, uh, there was a guy in our neighbourhood. There, there, there was a mental uh, institution, if you like, in our, in right. our area. I like how this um, is... You mean you mean where you lived? You <laughs> no, guys. I didn't live in it. Uh, I, I grew up near to a mental institution. <laughs> this is a story about my friend. <laughs> Very near. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he was he was uh, one of the guys that they put back into the community, you know, to live a, as normal a life as he could, because he wasn't dangerous. He just just struggled with, with this OCD. And it was he so bad. He enjoyed playing Dolda. He loved out, uh, <laughs> you uh, He, uh, you know, eventually joined the Oxcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's here today, all the way from Twickenham. No, he, he, he would cross the road, uh. and he had to do it in a very specific way. And if he messed up, he had to go all the way back again and start crossing the road again. And I mean, who knows what his ritual was? You know, It was it was arcane and complicated and, and you, you sort of didn't want to stare. So you, you couldn't just watch him and learn exactly what he had to do. But my mum worked in a, a shop around there and he would come in and everything had to be just so. And when he was paying, he had to do all this stuff with the money. He had to sort of hand it to you and take it back, hand it to you, take it back, hand it to you, take it back. Then he had to put it on the counter, line it up in a certain way, put it back in his hand, hand it to you, take it back. And it's like when he was at the counter, one person would have to just sort of be serving him, and as other customers come up behind, the person serving would just sort of give one of those tiny head shakes, like "No, <laughs> go to another counter," you know, to try and get <laughs> We're going to be here I a while. I love
2: those little cues. Actually, I mean, I, I, it's something which which is kind of you only see in like board games and real life, like like those those kind of you don't because because we play games and we're so virtual all the time. We do miss those kind of subtle like, emotional clues, like, like, for example, we did the Star Wars, um, Star Trek VR game, you know, it was, it was great to, like, have a kind of this, this, we were, we were working together on the bridge to fly the Enterprise, you know, and, like, we, Duncan would say something, or Terps would say something, or do something, and Shin would, like, turn his head to me, and I would turn my head back, and, like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) know mean, we would have these, like, little moments of, like, physical, like, kind of, and that's, that's because we've been playing a lot of board games lately, we've been playing a lot of things, and, and especially when you're playing like a bluffing game or something like that, there's a lot more of those little nods and yeah, winks yeah. and stuff. Like when we were playing D and D the other day uh, for Yog's Quest, it was it was uh, you know occasionally, you know, P would give me a wink and I'd be like, oh my god, this is, this is I don't know. It's sorry, it's just I thought I thought I'd mention that because it's certainly something that that is worth it's worth if you don't play a lot of board games, you should do it because especially the good ones. There
1: was also um, there was a moment where Tom gave you a look like wrap it up now, like, we've we've finished, sort of thing. And I thought that was, like, I I saw that look, and you saw that look. You guys didn't see that I saw that look, but I knew to to shut up at that point, because I knew we were wrapping up the episode. I was like, all right, don't fucking come in here, period. Just keep your big trap shut for a little bit. It's yeah. That's why I think if we did this podcast all in the same room... We wouldn't talk over each other, but it's difficult online, isn't it? Especially Yeah, yeah. I think
2: we'd give each other better cues and stuff. But I, I think this does allow us to be more thoughtful. I mean, my eyes sort of glaze over when I'm doing this <laughs> podcast and kind of just like... So, so I've like been I'm, playing I'm a game recently. <laughs> 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 Sorry, so I took us away from the topic, which was OCD gentleman in, in the shop struggling along with his stuff. But, I mean, board games is an interesting one too, right? Like I've been playing a bunch of different board games lately. I've got a couple. i got Seven Wonders Jewel. I've got Honshu. i got um, a bunch of, like, two-player games as well, like Jaipur and stuff like this. And I've really been enjoying just the physical board game playing of... of of, of recently and obviously if you if you haven't played any of these board games you should do because they're really good just you know christmas is coming up family coming around my parents came down and we played some code words this weekend really? wow which my dad can just about manage actually code words my dad's pretty old now
1: yeah how old
2: is he again? He's 81.
0: Man, how the fuck did your dad have you when he was like in his 50s? That's fucked up. He didn't.
1: He fucking didn't. Did. Well, yeah, no, but
2: he, he fucking. <laughs> well, helped. he was 40 45, 46. Alright. Oh, so okay. yeah, I don't know. He my dad was my dad's good. I like my dad a lot. He's the, the kindest soul. He's just a gentle guy. Just a bit, he's get, he's turned into a bit of an old man, though. He's getting a bit deaf and he's starting right. to, to turn towards being a bit of an old man. He's still sharp as a tack, though, when he needs to be. And he's he's very, it's just a, he's, he's been a very he's been a happy, very happy man all of his life. You know, I'm very, I, I'm not really jealous, I guess, but I'm, I'm kind of happy for him that he's had this, he doesn't really need anything. You know, he's quite happy bimbling around at home, you know. Watering the plants, feeding the birds, yeah. kind of you know, going in the garage. Jesus, just, you this know, sounds like my life now. Bottle. That's the scary yeah. thing.
1: That, you yeah. know, what? I I do sometimes think I look at someone like that. Or your dad is like maybe, let's say he's like eighty two or whatever. That's like twice my age. So I'm literally halfway there. Like I'm yeah. literally halfway. That's why to they being call it online. over the
0: hill, man. You're, yeah, you're for like... real.
1: Like in when I, but when I think about everything I've done in my life for forty one years. That actually seems like quite a lot of shit. Like a lot of yeah. fucking stuff has happened since 1976. I mean, 1976. Yeah, that's a long ass time ago. It
0: is. It was. And think and think of the last like ten years specifically yeah. of your life. What have you been doing? Playing lots of video Playing games. Video games. But like, I mean, fucking fun, 1976 well, was
1: games. one year after Vietnam ended. Yeah. Right. To put it in a historical context, the United States was 200 years old. That. Year. like there was a huge celebration I was too young to remember it I wasn't living in the states at the time but it, I mean th- that you look back at the 70s and it looks like a completely different planet like everybody's skinnier everybody's got more hair it looks completely different yeah everybody's dressed kind of Pretty basically, it's like everything looks kind of cheap and shitty in a way compared to now. Everything seems all flashy and fancy. Well, then
0: the 80s came along and like everything was clunky and beige and and shitty looking as well. Well, it was all fucking the
1: hair got bigger, the clothes got weirder, the music got awesomer. And then uh, and now we're here. That's pretty much and, it. And, and eighties really
0: as well. The drugs got better too. Like you had cocaine and stuff in the eighties. I
1: mean, and now we got fucking crystal meth and shit. Uh, yeah, I oh know. shit! Did you watch that fucking Louis Theroux documentary about the the heroin addicts in? I can't remember. I think I it was, did. It was yeah, Huntington. I've been right?
0: watching all of them. The only one I missed, I think, was the uh, Scientology one. I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't. I've, I've only one. seen the the, the yeah first his
2: Scientology one. movie. I don't think I didn't think it was very good because no. there was there. Was was a really good Saitochi movie that came out as well apparently they're
0: super fucking cagey
2: and they wouldn't talk to him
0: ever because they sort of know who he is and they didn't want to look bad or whatever and they were very aware
2: of But in a way that's interesting on its own like that that was interesting the way they interacted with him
1: it was it was a good it was okay the yeah, you know, heroin one, the was, 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 was really so shocking, one was 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 really shocking actually one in yeah. four babies that are born in that area in Huntington are born addicted to heroin one in four and,
0: and it's all off the back of um prescription drugs yeah, that yeah. they get hooked on and when they can no longer get them then they res- resort to actually doing heroin which yeah. is like fuck me Sad that bad. is crazy
2: that is so crazy talking about drugs what about this all this controversy about loot boxes right okay
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's <laughs> nice a good one segue! nice
2: segue yeah um, this is a big thing right and it's been building up and building up and it's it keeps hitting the front page of reddit and i think that that people it's it's funny how the gaming industry for a start is very cutting edge right or at least we think it is because we we get absurd, we get we get see it. but just the gaming industry is, is much more hyper aware of 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 moral kind of um things right so for example yeah. i th- i think movies right you watch any old movie and i can't watch a, a, mo- a modern hollywood movie nowadays without seeing ads in it right so many movies have like pepsi ads Krispy cream ads dunky does literally in the fucking movies yeah. and i'm like Jesus Christ, like, you know, if this was video games, could you imagine playing through a fucking, you know, like the AAA game, like Call of Duty, and walking past, like, and the main character's like, hey, I could really do with a ice-cold Sprite right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a Sprite machine over here. Let's share a Sprite together. You know, that's kind of like the, yeah. the bullshit, but you do get that in Hollywood movies. Yeah, you know. like
1: if Mario um, desperately needed a Snickers bar, it would change yeah, exactly. His,
2: yeah, his
0: blood sugar was low. He was just feeling like... He was getting angry and annoyed with Princess Peach and he just needed a pick-me-up. <laughs> Go for a Snickers. I need
1: a pick-me-up for a Snickers. <laughs> I'm a-feeling-a-man. <laughs> and again, like...
2: it would. Anyway, so... Um, but 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 I feel like the game devs and also... I, I mean, EA are, are largely even included in this. They're, they're still... Despite what they appear to be, which is a big conglomerate run by a board of directors of fifty-year-olds who pretty much veto bad decisions, they still are making games with young, young people, youngish people making games. They're hyper-aware of what they're doing, yeah. And and obviously, what they want to do is they just want to make good games. They want to sell as many copies as possible. They want to make as much money as possible. It's it's capitalism, okay. And obviously, capitalism has existed for a long time. And the role of government is to regulate un, 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 unethical. Business practice, really. One of the major roles of what governments are supposed to do is sh- sh- clamp down on things that are giving people a negative experience, right? Yeah. In terms of for their own health, for their own good, um, for the good of people. And, and I think that when these video games prey upon vulnerable people um, or whales, let's say as they call them, yeah, um, that I mean, is basically gambling. Right, I- iOS
0: it? games are, are are guilty of all this as well. You know that the whole concept of a whale um in, in these games is like so what they're trying to say with this is that um basically a lot of these games are supported by a small amount
2: of people who spend
0: a large amount of money
2: right, right. and this ties into what we said earlier it's, it's 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 can be more exploitive over people who are depressed or do have you know mental illness as well like it's not it's, it's not it's a very small percent of people but sometimes they can be very uh, you know, well,
0: I think um, there's a there's a there's an article today, I think it was on PC Gamer about Belgium potentially classifying Battlefront 2 and Overwatch uh, as uh, gambling. Uh, they're, they're thinking about doing it. And I'm not sure it kind of is gambling. It has the same addictive nature as gambling, doesn't it? It has. There's that there's that really really walking the line
2: thing. Yeah, where and this is why it's so popular, though. Right. Mm. And it's why it's in every game. It's it's because it because it's it's probably over the line yeah. if it's that addictive and that popular and and you know it, it's definitely on that line though, and I can see why but everyone's always going to walk the line it's like you know when P talked about how you know that casino the Rostov casino is set up on the German Czech border <laughs> right, yeah you know so all the Germans come over to get their prostitution and gambling on even though it's illegal in their country blah 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 yeah. you know everything everyone always pushes the fucking lines to the limit don't they and, yeah. and it, yeah i i think i think it's inevitable that we are going to see these things get regulated in some way but but government is slow to move and i, I i've got a lot of complaints about this i, I'm I sorry. think
1: i think the problem is that the solution the solution is a tricky one because some games like honestly some games having the loot boxes which you pay and you spin and you get it it's fine I honestly think it's fine if you look at something like Hearthstone, I think it's fine. Dota, I think it's fine. Uh, It works because it's cosmetic. In most cases, you can earn the cards just by being good at the game. Uh, You know, you can still play the game and with Dota, it it has no effect. It's like you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on hats in in Team Fortress or Dota or anything like that. Yeah, some people will. Some people will, that's for sure. I don't
0: think Hearthstone is okay. Why
1: don't you think it's okay?
0: I think Hearthstone is okay. And I think it's okay in the sense that trading card games have existed for a long time. And the, you know, it's kind of the same as like sticker books and like Panini sticker packs. Remember those? Right. They still do. Yeah. You don't know
1: what you're getting. Yeah. You can still buy that shit. You would
0: often get doubles and stuff. I think the thing that with Hearthstone is that there's no ability to trade cards, duplicate cards with your friends and stuff like that. I feel like if they had something like that, then it would be totally fine. The fact is, like, all of these games, stickers included, uh, trading card games, magic, all of that, have been around for years. And there's never really been much of a problem um, in the fact that you get a pack of cards. You don't know what's in that pack. Sometimes you'll get some really good. Sometimes you won't or whatever. But the way that Hearthstone is designed is that there's always a handful of decks that are very, very good. And some of them cost a lot. To, yeah, to craft in the first place, so to be competitive, you have to spend a ton of money in Hearthstone. Yeah, yeah that's Like true. they, they often say of Hearthstone, the most important card in the game is your credit card,
1: hey. which is true. It's <laughs> no, it's so true though,
0: because a lot of these decks are expensive. If you want to be competitive, you want to play on the ladder and stuff. You need the cards uh, to make these decks. Um, They're not cheap to like make. They're hard to find as well. And they keep bringing out new cards, right?
1: That's the other thing. And that's
0: the thing. They have a new set every couple of months. And if you if you're wanting to be competitive, like I mean, for streamers and stuff like that, it's a little bit different. They get given like a big bunch of packs of cards, like at the start of expansion, anyway. Plus, for them to just buy cards and stuff, they they're doing it for a living, so it's it's not like a huge thing. Like, if you're a casual player who you know works a, a normal job and you get home and you have a couple of hours to spare in the evening and you're playing this game. Um, to to actually be competitive, you're looking at like it's like 500 bucks per expansion or something stupid like that. Crazy. You know, it's it's
2: well far and beyond the price of a game or an expansion. Exactly, if Hearthstone literally had a price tag of 200 quid, you'd everyone would bulk at that. But because yeah. it's not, it's kind of this insidious, more insidious kind of you. It's free, but then you end up spending 200 quid. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of tough, and and I don't know. It's 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 kind of easy. Easier to not realize that you're spending so much money if it's it's done in a more insidious way, I guess. It's it's kind of, but I understand why. I understand that that you know sometimes people want to earn stuff, and I think if you play Hearthstone all the time, you never have to spend any money. You know, I know people who play basically have never really yeah they spent just any do arena. They They're can, just really good at they arena. They do the arena. Yeah. They they do the, the the quests every day and blah, blah, blah. And then they end up not having to pay for the expansion or whatever. But but I think it's very, very close. I think you have to do the quests every day. Yeah, you have yeah. to play a lot. And but then the, you're Here's the okay.
1: problem I think that people have with, with with pay to win, which Battlefront and stuff like that is. I mean, it the game fucking costs a fortune in the first place. So my, that's one of my issues is if, the, if people are saying it's unfair... Don't buy the game. Like literally that, that's the best the best way to change this is to not buy the game. Yeah. Don't buy the game and complain about it. Don't buy the fucking game if you disagree with with the way it's done. The thing is if some people still go ahead and do it, EA are going to keep doing this. People are going to keep doing it. So I think you can raise the issue and say by the way, if you buy this game, this is what's going to happen and you're going to have to pay all this money to unlock this out and the other. And EA have certainly, you know, made made some noises like they're going to do something about it. Like, didn't they change the amount it takes to, to grind up? But then it turned out you earned less from the quests or whatever. So it's they've obviously got themselves stuck in a situation where they spent a fortune developing this game. It's got a very high price point and they're expecting to make a fucking fortune off it. And this is the best they could come up with. But we were saying, like, all they have to do is have cosmetics. Like, you can play all the heroes, you have all the weapons or whatever. But if you want to have the cool Stormtrooper armor, or if you want your TIE fighter to be Darth Vader's TIE fighter instead of a basic TIE fighter, or you want your lightsaber to be rainbow colored, or you want your lasers to be red instead of green or whatever, you can buy that. People will fucking go for it. I mean, look at at fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, Overwatch, me. yeah, Overwatch. Yeah, it's all cosmetic shit. It is.
0: It all. It is all cosmetic. There's no hero unlocks. There's no. There's nothing like that in Overwatch. To yeah. be fair, yeah. And so I, I think I'm much less worried about that. Yeah, than the fact that you can buy ones. these boxes though does tap into people's like, um, you know, some some of them, some some of the events that are run only run for a certain amount of time. Okay. So if, you, if you're in a, in a spot in your life where you're not able to actively play, because it's quite easy to actually get these boxes for free if you play for a couple hours a day or whatever. But let's say the Halloween event runs for two weeks um, and you, you just haven't been able to play that much. And there's going to be a, there's there's about 10 or 15 skins that are exclusive to that event, which are unobtainable after that event.
2: So you have to either play a lot thing, during right? the event or buy loot boxes and in, in I mean hopes I like what you them. just said, which is really, really interesting. Okay. You said you don't have to play very much just a couple of hours a day, right? If you did anything else for a couple of hours a day, <laughs> yeah. like if you played the piano for a couple of hours a day, or, you know, wrote a book you know, you would fucking make so much progress in your life, whereas Overwatch, you just need to do that as the bare minimum yeah. to get your, you know, get your game on and like, you know. And I think it's it's it taps into other areas of our personality too, right? And these games also do have other things other than loot boxes. Like EA on this Battlefront Two, it has some some cooldowns, so you have to like wait for three hours before you can play arcade mode again and get any credits off that again. Do you know what I mean? Oh, right. It's got all of these other stupid shit that's in mobile games. It's like, oh yeah, you've run out of stamina. Come oh, back tomorrow, and use your stamina. That sounds Or you terrible. could buy more stamina now. It's like oh, it's it's bullshit. It's like it's it's got all of that shit in, and it's 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 a, it's a contagion of, of 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 devices that have been found to be addictive, and it's creeping into common AAA games. Like it used to be, I guess, stuck to mobile games, but mobile games I think are even more exploitative because they're they're played more by by you know casually I mean that the, the word casual I mean certainly doesn't describe two hours of Overwatch a day but you think it might it's like oh I'm not a, I'm a casual Overwatch player I play a couple of hours a day yeah. that is like that is like a lot of hours a day that's not casual yeah, you know yeah. at yeah. all
0: that's definitely more time than I spend masturbating a day that's for sure <laughs> I don't know
1: it's it's, uh, it's less time than I'd like to spend masturbating I wish
0: you know, I had the I stamina to masturbate
2: for about two hours a day that'd be great two, two hours spend a day two hours a day smashing up that car outside your front door and slowly
1: eating
2: it i'd fuck yeah, a spitfire you know. that's
1: what i'd do uh, i'd fuck it too yeah
2: fuck that spitfire <laughs> i think it was a cessna i don't think it was a spit i couldn't find it when i googled it originally i think it was a cessna as <laughs> a thank you fire. to
0: all of our brave boys back
1: in world war ii yeah. today
2: i
0: am fucking a spitfire that's what i did on
1: remembrance sunday i thought it was uh, <laughs> oh my god fuck the plane oh god I, so I, I went to a remembrance uh I went to remember Sunday. My kids are in the, the brownies and the rainbows and stuff. So they marched along the rainbows. It. Yeah, yeah. That's like the one below brownies. Oh, right. Okay. okay. Like, so it's, it's like for the for the boys, it goes beavers, it's... cubs, yeah. scouts, venture scouts, right? Oh, or, I didn't or, even or know there they... was
0: anything above scouts. I thought yeah. that was like the top of the pile. I,
1: th- I think they call it something other than venture scouts now. It's got right. some other name. But anyway, so for the girls, it goes rainbows, brownies, guides, and then whatever there is after that. Girl guides, um, right? No, that the the guides is the girl guides, right? That's, oh, the, the it depends
2: on it depends on the country as well. Yeah, I'm yeah.
1: This it. is this is UK, okay? Okay. Uh, and all in right. fact, th- this might just be England. I don't know what they do in in the, the colonies. So we've got the rainbows, which is very sweet. They've got the uniform and they do all this stuff, and it's quite light. They just play. And then the brownies, they start doing badges and they have like a sash and all this kind of shit. But I thought it was quite funny. We marched along with service personnel and veterans and like this band. And I'm like, why Why is why are we, and I remember when I was a cub, we did the same thing. Why are we associated with people who've served in war and like our, the armed forces and people that wear a uniform and have, have you know, they're veterans. They, they've, they've been in the trenches uh, or they've been, you know, they've flown a spitfire that someone hasn't eaten. They've done all this. And then you've got a bunch of girls from the Brownies and the Rainbows marching with them as well. And I thought it was kind of weird, but then I thought about the fact that a lot of the, a lot of this kind of stuff started off not as a kind of pal- paramilitary thing for kids, but as a yeah, way to no, prepare yeah, yeah. them for the, the military, right? It wasn't the Hitler
0: youth is basically it, what you're trying well, to yeah, say. It's but. just kind
1: of weird to see. You've got all these guys with all their medals, some real old lads, some guys who've obviously been in a war and suffered an injury. And then you've got my daughters in the brownies <laughs> and the rainbows marching on behind them like, yay, remember Sunday. And I'm like... It's kind of weird, but it was it was kind well, of sweet. Well, it's very
2: good though. Like it's 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 a very I remember being in scouts. And obviously like Baden-Powell founded it and he was a classic English upper class <laughs> well, blah, 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 blah. well Boys go, must son. learn some discipline. You know, go and play in the dirt and fight the enemy for me, son. It's yeah, like, that you kind know, of He's a classic mad mad old Englishman. But it, I, mean, yeah, they, I guess... they
1: love it. They absolutely love it. And I mean, they yeah. kind of when we did the remembrance thing, we're all lining up. It was very solemn. It was quite moving. You know, the it was the weather was fucking shocking. Which everybody was kind of stoic in the face of this freezing wind and rain. Which was which was good to see. And, and we were all lined up and everything. Um, but like you were talking just before we started recording about how little kids at around two, two and a half, they become absolute monsters, right? There's yeah. this one fucking kid in a pushchair who's just losing his shit. And everyone, it's just during the two minutes silence, everybody is silent. Like everybody, it's like, a, it's like completely silent in Twickenham. And there's this one kid just screaming, Oh, like that because he wanted something <laughs> and it's like somebody shut that fucking kid up like the parent is just going like going shh, shh, just trying to shut him up oh it's horrible it's just it's the just worst grizzled thing. old veteran with, this. with
0: a missing leg <laughs> rolls over to the kid tear. in his wheelchair <laughs> <laughs> gently leans in <laughs> i didn't fight for this <laughs> yeah, Exactly.
1: I, I take it shut back i take up, my service shit. back i wish i hadn't saved you <laughs> yeah it's just, yeah, it's just so, I so wish I'd let Jerry
0: stomp all over this godforsaken country. <laughs>
1: Hitler wouldn't have allowed this crying, <laughs> I tell you
0: that. Oh, fuck their nightmares when they're two though. Oh. Shit me. And there's there's
1: like there's no reasoning with them.
0: There's none. No, there's none. They just No like,
1: reasoning. They have an idea
0: in their mind, and if it doesn't go completely according to plan, they just fucking melt down. And yeah. that is it. And so you're constantly just trying to prevent them from melting down. So you're you're it you're you're just trying to pacify them at all times yeah skirt around them and stuff get their mind off what it ever it was that they decided that they were going to do like they're fixated on putting their like tongue into a wall socket
1: yeah and uh-huh. the minute
0: minute you try to take them away from that they just fucking go nuts cuz they have no emotional capacity or no way of sort of dealing with anything yeah um and then so the only way that you can realistically get them away from that is by Sort of showing them something that's more interesting. So that's when you sort of like start huffing gas out of your car and hope that they come away from the socket. Come over to the car, and then you have to sort of convince them that that's not the best idea. So it's just like a, it's just like this really sinister game yeah. of like.
1: You're just running, running from uh, yeah. pillar to post trying to entertain a fucking asshole is basically yeah. what it is. It's crazy,
2: it's- so, isn't it? So you, you're two year old. I mean, are you just like a big super clown at the moment? Or do you like just dance? Well, for her so, her the, enjoyment? Other, so the other day work?
0: I came into the house, okay? And like, sometimes. <laughs> I don't like going into the house at the best of times, but I had to, okay, I had to go to the bathroom, I was out here in the garage, I was streaming, I was playing some (laughs) XCOM, I was having a nice time and stuff, and uh, we got to like a natural point in the game where I was like, okay, listen, I gotta take a break, I gotta go to the bathroom, so in I went, put the stream on pause, put some music on for the boys, and uh, went in went in to do my business, open the door, and everybody's home, right? My son, my daughter, and my wife are all in the kitchen, and uh, they're getting ready to, to go outside. My wife wanted to like go outside and put some stuff on the washing line, we have a trampoline, so the kids were going to go play on the trampoline and stuff. I mean,
2: even going out into the garden seems
0: like it it's going it to be is, like a long process to get ready for. It's a, a fucking, it's to a massive Okay, so fa- <laughs> That's so amazing. I walk into the house at this point in time, okay? And my wife's like, oh, we were just about to go outside. I'm going to go put some stuff on the line and the kids are going to jump on the trampoline. And my son was just like going nuts, like dancing around the kitchen. He was excited and stuff. And my daughter was like pretty excited as well. But you could see that she was just in the corner getting really fucking frustrated about something. So I looked down, and she's got rubber boots on, but they're on the wrong feet, and she knows it. And she's about to have a fucking meltdown, okay? So I was like, oh, you know, let me help you with that. So, you know, I went in, uh, got on my knee, got right, right down there to help her, was just reaching towards a rubber boot to help her, and she was, like, getting increasingly agitated by this, okay? Just starts going nuts and slapped me in the face so fucking hard. It was crazy. So I just got up <laughs> and I was like, well, fuck. I bitterly regret coming into my own house at this point now. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I almost just went went right back outside and and pissed in a shrub. But instead, I just like stormed upstairs and went to the bathroom. She's just like my her wife, mother. My wife got like really mad at, at – at our baby, she slapped you all the way. Out. No, 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 she didn't. <laughs> she was like, "Oh my goodness!" And then you know, we had the whole thing about like how it's so difficult to do simple things and stuff because like you know the kids are having a meltdown and everything. So we had to put my daughter in her bed for five minutes, so, you know, to sort of say like it's not right to hit people and you shouldn't be having a meltdown just because you put your boots on the wrong feet in the first place and stuff. And so she was crying the whole time. She doesn't like being put in her bed because <laughs> she knows, like, she knows when she's been bad. This is the hilarious thing, okay? She has no ability to cope with anything whatsoever, but she knows when she's been bad. And that makes her frustrated as well. And she gets all upset and everything. Um, so the whole thing is just like a big shitstorm brewing at all times. And we we really have to just be careful and delicately tiptoe around my daughter, like for the time being, until she's about three. And then things sort of even out a little bit. They're more reasonable and stuff. They have less tantrums. But yeah, they call it terrible twos for a reason. And holy shit! Yeah, they do. Man, they. Can I make? Mad.
1: Can I just make one teeny tiny suggestion? I hate. I'm not trying to backseat parent. It's just a suggestion. Okay. If, when you're putting hers in in like a, the naughty step kind of area, yeah. don't make it somewhere where you actually want her to stay at other times. Oh yeah, know. Right? So uh, I mean, like putting her in her bed is is to me. Is not a great idea. Like we use, we just to put him. It's in not a, a great
0: idea, but to put it in context, I think in her life we've done it twice. Okay, and and it's just because there's nowhere else to put her because right, like if right, we, right. We can't force her to like sit on a step or anything like that. No, you absolutely She'll, she'll just can. get up and my. My my son will just come over and like make fun of her and stuff. No, no, and, like, you, you've
1: got it. Like, the step is the key. Because the point is, it's not somewhere you ever want them to sit. you would be watching Super Nanny, haven't you? No, no, dude. I naughty stepped my kids until quite recently. They, they don't need it anymore. Like, they genuinely don't. Now I just sort of send them away. Go, go to your room. Like, I don't want to talk well, to you. Well,
2: they're like seven and five, aren't they? Right, now, right. But the point is, older. when they
1: were little, the step was the big thing. And it does take some time and it, it's quite a lot of hard work to get them to, to get it. But eventually every time they get off, you just say, right, that's another two minutes. And it, however old they are, that's how long they have to stay there. Because two minutes to a two-year-old is fucking eternity. Yeah. So you do you I just mean, gotta be consistent with it. But it does work. We, it we really bar- fucking works.
0: We barely ever um well like like rarely, rarely have to punish our kids. Like I think I've sent my son to his room once. Yeah. And it was just because he was just like adding fuel to the fire where my daughter was just like having a meltdown as well. Um, <laughs> he was like teasing her and stuff and like, yeah, we, we were both like, pretty mad at him. Yeah. So, so we sent him to his room, but in, the, for the most part, just the threat of punishment is enough for my kids, yeah, which Yeah, no, is great. it really
1: is. Yeah. And with my daughter, I, she I, doesn't
0: really understand. Like we, sometimes we threaten her. We say, you're going to go to your bed and she'll like, and she'll stop or whatever. But actually the most effective threat for my daughter is... We say that we're going to go get somebody else's baby and bring them over and change them and stuff instead. And she gets <laughs> jealous and then oh she complies. God. It's amazing. Yeah, it's so funny. So like we know like obviously through like school and stuff, we know other mums, we know their kids and stuff like that. So like you know we'll be like all right come and lay down have your diaper changed she'd be like no she'd start running away and be like, all right well I'm gonna I'm gonna go ask uh, Henry's mommy if Henry can come over and have his diaper changed then, <laughs> <laughs> then, then
2: she's just not like, gonna like it completely like,
0: she, yeah.
1: she completely just like
0: oh I don't want that to happen she comes over and lays down it's hilarious <laughs> she, but she does, she
1: doesn't even know why like she doesn't no, know why she just, she knows, just knows that Henry is not coming good, over to have yeah. his diaper changed not when there's
0: another baby in the house. It's so oh, funny. Man. And then with my son now as well, it's so easy because if he's if he's acting up or whatever, because we have a Switch and we got Mario Odyssey and he fucking loves it, okay? Like he gets so excited when we play it and stuff. Even like the mention of it. Like yesterday, my wife went out for the evening like to see a movie with one of her friends. Uh, like the rare occasion she actually ever gets to do something like um, with other adults and not right. like, with kids or whatever. So I was babysitting uh, and when I I babysit, it's like, again, you're constantly tiptoeing around like these potential meltdowns and stuff. So I just, I, I let them both stay up because I thought there's no way I'm putting them to bed because it's just going to be a shit show or whatever. They can just stay up. So earlier in the day, I said to my son, you know, mom's going to be going to a movie tonight. You want to play some Mario later? And he's like, even then, holy shit, he almost lost it. Like he, he almost shit his pants. He was so excited. Like we were walking <laughs> outside at the time. And then like, uh, he's just like so excited to play it, but it's great because now I can be like, if if ever there's any trouble, I can be like, well, I know you like Mario and it'd be a real shame if you never got to play it again. <laughs> you just like yeah. completely straight away, like, oh, I, I better stop doing this. Like, yeah,
1: I, I use the Xbox as a threat a lot. My kids have an Xbox, they play Minecraft on it and they play Stardew Valley on it and stuff. And uh, the other week, my eldest was being, she was being an absolute bitch, if I'm honest with you. She was being really unpleasant. And uh, I was like, all right, if you keep doing this, when we get home, I'm going to take the Xbox out into the garden and smash it with a hammer, and I'm going to make you watch <laughs> me do it. And I said, T-. "And my wife was nodding like, he'll do it, he will do it. And I would 100% do it. Because yeah. they, were, they were dicking around before, remember, it's Sunday, right? They were kind of clowning around, and I said, like, before we went out, I said, if, if you guys mess around today, of, of all days, if we're out there and I have to tell you guys off because you're messing around, you won't shut up, you're dancing around or whatever... I am going to smash that Xbox One to pieces, and I, I would have done it with joy because I'm a PC master racer. I hate consoles anyway, so it wouldn't yeah. have been a problem. But they, I would have made them watch. They both knew. They looked into my eyes. They were test- testing. Is he joking? Is he serious? Fucking hundred percent. They could see this guy. This guy <laughs> is knew. crazy. He's crazy enough to do it. Don't He's got that him. look in his eyes. <laughs> He's going to do and it. And they did. They behaved. They were gold. They, well, they but the it. thing
2: is, they have to. They have to learn this. Right? They're. they're their blank slate, right? They have to learn what their boundaries can be and, and how far they can push it because that's what you do when you're a kid. Like, you want to know how far you can push things because all you want to do is clown around and do dumb shit and you have to push it and push it and push it and see
1: how far they let you take it. Yeah, and that's, they all do that's, it.
2: That's it. It's just a part of... It's, you're, they have to learn... Their boundaries. How,
1: how else do you know the boundaries of society unless you've no, grown exactly. up and being told like the, what they are? Like otherwise, it's part it's, of
2: their learning experience, even though yeah. they might be acting out and all this stuff. It's, it's part of their education. It's as yeah, important when, as everything else.
0: When you're an adult, if you're if you're at work and you're in your business suit and you're playing up or whatever, um, and your boss <laughs> isn't happy with it, he's not going to smash your Xbox. He's going to smash <sighs> your wife. He's going to smash <laughs> it good. And then what are you going to do? So you have to learn to like not
2: clown around too much in life because it's just not the point you want to be You'll get yet. your
1: wife smashed. Yeah, you were we going to get a, your wife smashed up. We're doing yeah.
2: a very serious podcast here, guys. This is some some. Can you imagine stuff? if
1: your boss called you into his <laughs> office? He was like, uh, Chris, not been happy with your sales figures uh, in the last quarter. And the quarter before that actually, was it was bad. I, I see a downward trend. We're very unhappy. So uh, I brought your wife in here I'm going to fuck her right in the pussy and you're going to watch me. (laughs) And you're
2: looking at him in the eyes and you know he's deadly serious. And she's looking at you like,
1: he's right, Chris. He's (laughs) right. (laughs) (laughs) Consider this a performance review.
0: Oh my (laughs) God. That would be something else. Uh, the threat of it would be enough. Like we wouldn't need the wife to be right there. Yeah, you know?
1: I'll, I'll fuck your wife in this office. Yeah. You'll yeah. have to watch me. I know. So I'll bring my sales figures up, please. So um, I missed the Apprentice
0: this week, chaps. Oh, I'm Sorry, I didn't no, see boy. it. Yeah, I mean, I watched the one last week. Uh, did I tell you guys? I told you guys about the one last week with the you tour guide did? and yeah, stuff you like that. You got very I, angry. I, I did not watch it this week, sadly. So I don't know what's happened. We're gonna watch it tonight, apparently. Cool, way, cool story bro last cool, night cool yeah story. so I'll, I'll have to keep you guys updated on the apprentice next week instead uh for the triforce podcast oh
1: I, you know what Talk, talking of the apprentice right and talking of like like bringing on a, a sort of bringing people in as an apprentice or perhaps as a guest a this, is, a, this, is, this is a cheap segue but, but i wanted to do it i was in the pub uh, the other night and uh, and someone said to me they really wanted to be on the triforce podcast and i thought we've only ever had one guest it was Duncan uh, oh, last, last Christmas, right? He wasn't we even like really a,
0: invited. He was just there. He was just
1: there. But oh, yeah. I thought if we could do if we did a Triforce live over Christmas we could have a guest in just as a once annual thing we get a we get a guest in.
0: Yeah, I'd be up for that. Yeah. It was, we it, was, to do one it, over, was it
1: was Shin Shin, Shin be- basically begged me to be on the, the Triforce podcast. Why though? Why does he want to be in it so much? He just does. Right. I mean I know I know Terps desperately wants to be in the Triforce podcast but could this right. is to be in everything. The Terps wants not help himself. He, he really? loves <laughs> he loves it. He's a
2: very sociable man. He's got a lot this to say. This is an elite this like is an elite minutes. crew
1: though. You know, we, we can't be we can't be, uh, that's, regular Yeah, guests. that's
0: the thing. I feel like, you know, like when people are desperate, it turns me off. It, it just, you know, like <laughs> I feel like, you know what? No, now I'm thinking not even annually. <laughs> Let's just keep it tight, boys. Like we okay. don't need anyone else on our, on, we on need, our podcast.
1: We need a, we need a, there's no voting here. We all agree or it doesn't happen. That's it's it. an
0: exclusive. In my opinion, it's an exclusive club. I, and honestly, I think if we're going to get any guests on, we should get like Like real, like outside guests, though, I've said this before, like, let's try to get Conan O'Brien on our podcast. (laughs) That would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be amazing. Like, let's get somebody like who we've never spoken to before. So we'd have some fresh questions for them and stuff. And it would be like really good. We fucking we see shin every day i love the guy but man like i don't know what i'm gonna talk to him about
1: like yeah. literally you i don't talk know to what you're gonna talk to day. us
2: about christ yeah but we, know, that, but
1: we we that's the standard of our conversations we talk about whatever comes into our head and and that's that if you had a guest they, they better be fucking astounding as a guest yeah like, that's need, what yeah. i'm
2: saying like i mean so one of the other things i did this week was i listened to a podcast uh called dirty john right um so it's a little bit like Shit Town. Did you ever listen to that podcast? I've heard of Shit Town, yeah. It's quite good. You told me about it, I think. Yeah, it's it's shit it's town. a short short like eight or nine episode kind of true 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 crime true life sort of podcast done by done pretty well well done. It's like short. It's like a one-off. It feels like to me like a like a bumper news article in the form of kind of or, or a small documentary in the form of a, a an audio book sort of thing. And it's it's you, they're usually quite long, like longer than a documentary. A documentary would be like an hour and a half of the highlights. And this one's – it's often like lots of interviews with people, lots of chatting with real people who were there at the time. And they they, they, they work harder to build up the character um, and like why, why he was so weird or whatever. And, and man, it was just – it was a good podcast. I recommend you check it out. If you haven't listened to S-Town – or Dirty, <coughs> okay. Dirty john check Dirty them out they a good, yeah, good podcast it's about this guy who's kind of gets involved with this 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 woman but it, you know he's just this most prolific bullshitter um and just just weird and and just horrible and man it's it's cool it's it's a cool it's a cool story and it's pretty scary but i like okay. i like i like this true crime stuff i like watching these movies i've been watching um the Sinner on Netflix as well. Any good? Because
1: um, people were talking about it last night in the pub and I, I hadn't I'd seen it. I know Mrs. F has starting watching it, but what what what's the dealio?
2: It's well, I don't want to sort of sort of sort of spoil it really in a way. Like the thing is if you sometimes if you read these like um like synopsis of stuff, they tend to like spoil something at the start. Do you know what I mean? Like 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 the first episode is almost fair game right. for spoilers for yeah. like the, the blurb um but it's oh, like but a just kind give me
1: of, give me some. is it even is it set in space is it set in the past are they are they well robots? you recommended
2: you you recommended Top of the Lake to me remember no, that no I
1: didn't no I didn't recommend it didn't I you? said I, I said I've been trying to watch it and it's really fucking hard to enjoy Top of the Lake is that the one
0: with what's with Peggy Olson from yeah, Mad yeah. Men in it Oh okay. I enjoyed that. It's okay. Yeah, it's I don't just, like the look of that one.
1: The characters I, I can't fucking understand it. half the decisions these characters make. Their reactions to what's happening around them, I, I'm like, is this are they scared? Is this a good or bad thing? Do they do do they feel anything? There's there's so little acting going on that, that I can recognize as okay, I, I can kind of understand what this person is thinking. Like there's one scene where she goes to this house in the middle of the fucking woods. And she she suspects that this guy has done has has committed murder. She just goes alone, just turns up. I know and what I'm you mean. Like, what the fuck is she doing? This is like you know a horror movie, but she displays no fear at all uh, throughout this entire ordeal. It's just kind of a thing that happens, and then she's just down the pub. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's it well, doesn't make sense. The characters I, don't I make agree. sense to me.
2: Like I was reading this thing about Alien, the original Alien movie, and about how the char- one of the best bits about it was that the characters. D- make decisions that you would understand as reasonable for them to make at the time. They are scared of the alien. They're doing their best against the alien, but, at the end of the day, they they don't they don't make shit they don't make bad decisions. In its yeah, it's they they just uh, they just it's just more powerful than them and smarter and clever and it and it fucking. It
1: killed my entire crew in less than twenty four hours. Yeah, it's an it's, alien. It's it's, it's a
2: proper predator. They weren't Whereas prepared. you look at like the latest film, like Covenant. You know, uh, name a character in the latest alien movie. You know, it's it's yeah. impossible because it's Sigourney just so... Weaver. She's not in. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course she isn't. I mean, she's not called Sigourney Weaver either, is she? In flipping the latest one, <laughs> I Weaver.
0: I saw Sigourney Weaver recently in an episode of Doc Martin on my really? TV. Uh, don't ask me why I was watching the Doc fuck? Martin, but there she fucking was. She was the she was the typical American lost in a small English village. Didn't know what she was doing. Was kind of having some troubles. With the
1: locals, what, and what stuff. the fuck happened to Sigourney Weaver though? Like, I mean, you don't see her in nothing, in man. Now. She's just aging, she's just getting on with it. She's, she's was like 17. She did she's, that she's voiceover 68.
0: in Finding Dory. Hi, I'm Sigourney Weaver. Welcome <coughs> to Aqualand or whatever it was called. Remember that? She was in that, and she was um, in, all right.
1: So, she was in four movies in 2012, including Cabin in the Woods. Then she did nothing in 2013. She was in one thing in 2014. She she's was in-
2: retired. She's like my mum's age. You know, she, she doesn't reti- want to be doing she's movies. She's retired? retired. She doesn't need to do anything. She could just she could just go to Comic Con and sign stuff. And she ain't she's retired. Fine. She was in. She's she was, not. for
1: instance, she's lined up to be in Avatar two and three, which apparently are go. coming out. So but she's like, oh, the, the thing God, is now, of course, now, she was in Avatar. Wasn't she? She's, she was she's in like
2: Avatar.
0: a she's she's like a, a known sort of like sci-fi actress, right? So she'll. She, now that she's, like, in her 60s, she's going to have, like, the Mon Mothma role in, like, in future sci-fi movies, right? She's not going to be, like, the 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 hero or anything. She's going to be, like, the motherly sort of, like, you know, elder sage sort of person, right? Yeah. So she'll be an avatar, too, but she'll probably be, like, the head of the UN or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she'll but have like that. But, like, she that.
1: voiced her, like... Ripley in the Alien Isolation game. She voiced, she did the voiceover in that. Like,
2: did you know that there are going to be four more Avatar movies? Fucking Fuck st- me, dude! There is Avatar two and three are filming. Uh, the at first The first one
0: was uh, I don't know. Actually, I saw the first one one time in the in the movie theaters, and it was okay.
2: I, so, I, so, so I don't remember much of it. This is how far. This is what they've announced. They've announced that four movies are being made: Avatar two, three, and then two two more. Right. The, the two and three are filming at the moment and are being released before Christmas, so December 18th, 2020, yeah. right. and December 17th, 2021, Yeah, right? And then the two other ones will be released in December 2024 and 2025. The, I mean, advertise a movie about being in the distant future That's anyway, timeline, right? But yeah. That is a fucking hell
1: of a timeline. Jeez. It's like eight, nine years planned but do, out. But do you know what? I, I, re- I reckon they, they planned all this shit out when big blockbuster sci-fi was a thing yeah. uh, like th- uh, now now because of Blade Runner 2049's frankly disastrous uh, box office performance compared to what they thought they'd make right it cost a fortune it was to a make great a market. movie it was amazing i loved it but they needed to make four hundred million dollars to fucking break even on that shit. Oh
0: god. Okay, and then haven't see come that, close. Actually. It's great. Is, it, a, is it
1: really, really good? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'll tell it's you a, what I
0: saw recently that I, I, I just didn't see for whatever reason. I saw um Matt Damon's The Martian. What do you think? Uh, I fucking liked it a lot. It was actually. good, wasn't it? It I was good. It was really good. Yeah, it was just—it was just a cool idea for a movie. It was—it was one of those. It was, a good,
2: it was a very famous book. I read it, the book it when is. it came out a the couple book of years is okay. ago. It was, it was a good book. It was well known. The book, though. And oh, so, right, okay. I didn't realize it was based on a book. But anyway,
0: I thought it was perfect for movie format because it the the story was sort of simple enough to fit into two hours. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, Sometimes movies feel a bit rushed. It was
2: a well-done movie.
0: And I think yeah. we're a bit spoiled now with these long-ass like um, uh, drama series like HBO, Netflix and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we
1: expect everything to be fucking with 50 hours long. Everything in minute yeah, detail
0: yeah, yeah. and go on forever and stuff. Well, this but is what I was I, talking
2: about with the podcast, you know, because I really like that long-form thing. And, and, and a movie has to to Be something crammed in, and that's why Mad Max, I think, was such a good movie because it was just, yeah, one Mad being oh, Fury action. Road was fucking awesome. Holy I shit, Mad it, I Max, love that! Best movie, one of my best movies of all time, and also the latest Thor Ragnarok's really good as well. Oh, take it so seriously. Good. It's just so oh, it's good, it's really good, yeah. It's like it's like going on a roller coaster, do you know what I oh, mean? It's, it's okay, fun. cool, I'll check it's that really out. Fun. Well, you I'm
1: got a fucking, but it's fucking funny, it's like a comedy more than an action movie. It's a, but it's directed by
2: um, the Flight of the Concords guy, yeah, yeah, you know, oh, right, okay. What? Yeah. Uh,
1: Jermaine? Uh, no, no, no not no. one of yeah. the main guys. Like he was, he was the guy who directed Flight of the Concords Oh so, right, him. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. And okay.
1: He, he's been in a few things, but he's very funny. He's got a character in the movie, so it's weird because you're watching this Marvel universe, and suddenly there's a rock guy called Korg, who's like probably the standout character of the whole film, honestly. And he just has this very normal Kiwi voice. He's like, "Hi, my name's Korg. I'm a maid of rock." You know, he's like just <laughs> this guy. Uh, nice. It's just like. It's just funny. It's it's like Thor is kind of a clowny character in it rather than being this brooding superhero type. He's just like a goofy guy. It doesn't guy. take
2: itself seriously and that not makes at it
1: all. very, very good. But, I mean, it's Deadpool very was
0: very good too. I enjoyed that. Yeah, and yeah. That, that, that was another one that didn't take itself seriously at all, which was pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, well, I'll check that out. I'm not good. usually big into superhero movies. Like uh, a lot of them just don't appeal to me
2: at all. But no, like, me neither. Me neither. Like, like Deadpool, I really didn't like Doctor Strange. Um, the Galaxy is really good though. Doctor Strange really, was really good. I didn't like Doctor Strange oh, actually. You I, I enjoyed suck. Guardians of the Galaxy too. So that was good, but Thor Ragnarok, check it out. Yep. It's worth a look. Check out just so just- well,
0: like, I think I'm going back to uh, to LA like in a couple of weeks for a thing, so um, I'll have some time to watch movies on uh on the flight. So, yeah, go check I that feel out. like
2: with with Netflix, long form series, and other sort of ways that we digest content now, especially you know with with Netflix and and stuff, it, it feels like. It feels like movies have to be more of a roller coaster experience. I think that they are becoming that. I think that the the, the movies that try to adapt too much source material into a small area end up fucking it up. Yeah. Um, and so it's not. It turns out to not be not be great. But The Martian, you know, I think it did it okay. It was a I long, complicated. It was, complicated, good. I it was written it. by like an engineer, I think, or I a, think or it was written Asa by. Guy. I think
1: the guy was on fucking Reddit or something, wasn't he? And he posted it in. St- Stages and bits, and it was like published a few chapters at a time, and he kind of basically self-published this book that, uh, that was a big hit. But that's pretty. But cool. you know, the weird thing is, I I read about how much he got paid. I think for the rights to the movie, and you always, I always assume, if you've written a book that's like a massive hit, and somebody decides to make a movie of it, you're going to make a shitload of money. Yeah. But you really don't. No, like the guy. Like unless unless you're like J.K. Rowling or something, you don't really make a the lot. The guy
0: who wrote the um the guy who wrote the Witcher books, like. His royalties off the back of The Witcher were like pit, like pennies. Like he, he basically didn't get paid anything. It's weird. Because uh, he, he just like – I read this article. He just thought like video games were dumb. He didn't realize the industry was as big as it was. Um, he wasn't confident that like the studio was going to make anything worth anything sort wow. of thing. So he sold the rights for like 60 grand or something like that. Damn. Now, now, The Witcher is just like this multi-million-dollar franchise, like yeah. Video Man, gaming. if
1: I ever, if I'm ever in that position, I, I'm I want a percentage. I want a fucking percentage. Yeah, hell
0: yeah. Well, that just goes to show: if you're out there and you're writing something right now, make sure that you go for a percentage-based cut. In but royalties. apparently, they, a
1: lot of people just they'll just be like, "No, we don't do that," and they'll just oh, go do something else. I, just I'm be sure like, I've
0: no. said this before, but. On the topic of royalties, like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, um Seinfeld, all still massively in syndication everywhere. You know, every time an episode of those shows is aired, those they, they get paid. That's yeah, fucking yeah. Cr- that blows my fucking mind. Like fucking Larry David
2: still to this day is getting Seinfeld money. Yeah. Like, I mean, was so unreal. cheap to make as well. They were like yeah. the cheapest things in the world to make. It was yeah. like a couple of sets, a couple of cameras, like like it was just Cash money, like that's honestly, nuts, like there was no, it? it wasn't three hundred million dollars to make yeah. fucking Seinfeld, yeah, yeah. was it? You kidding me? No, Jesus! Yeah. I mean, I bet uh, if you
1: added up the costs of every episode of Seinfeld and all the everything, it was not even going to come close to three hundred million dollars to make all that. Fuck but even me. that,
2: like, I mean, the, the, that's part of the reason why, like, they could end up paying people so much. You know, like it, back, towards the end of Friends, you know, they were saying each of the cast members are getting a million dollars an episode. Yeah, it's because they never fucking do anything else with the budget. Yeah, it yeah. just it's like. Three fucking sets and just That's comedy. It. Yeah,
0: they never have to like, except for that one time where they went to the UK for like Phoebe's wedding or something. Sucked.
1: Worst episode. Or Chandler's
0: <laughs> wedding or something. That's probably they had to have some budget for that one. But otherwise, Do you know what? I
1: was, I was, I, my kids actually quite like Friends now. So if we're stuck for something to watch, it's always fucking on, right? So I'll stick Friends. And I was like, here, watch this. <laughs> and I, I was like, "Man, friends, why the fuck would I want to watch that?" I actually laughed my ass off at a joke the other day where <laughs> jo- Joey, right? You know Joey. Yeah, Joey. He, uh, yeah. he says, uh, "Well, there's no point talking about it. It's a moo point." And they're like, "A <laughs> moo point?" He goes, "Yeah, you know, like a cow's opinion. It doesn't matter." <laughs> and I was like, "That's fucking funny. Like that, that is funny." Uh, that's pretty it's a funny, classic.
2: Yeah. It's a, such a classic thing. Obviously, like you could tell that stuff like that is just from the writer's room like they've you know someone someone's like i knew a guy who said this like it's it's a classic misheard thing isn't it like there's tons of those as well man that's a good one. funny like how back in the
0: 80s i remember growing up and like i guess this is this is the case for us now with shows like frazier seinfeld um stuff that's still kicking around that was on like a long time ago but i remember in the 80s when i was growing up my dad used to watch like Probably the same way that I watch Frasier now occasionally, like if it's on I'll I'll have it on, I'll chuckle to it or whatever. But he used to watch like fucking Leave It to Beaver and like <laughs> <laughs> I dream of genie and stuff yeah. like that. Cause those were like the big shows that yeah, he they were the grew friends up watching. of they were huge time. at the time and then they were still massively in syndication like in the eighties in daytime TV. Like the monsters, the advanced islands. Yeah, Gilligan's yeah. Islands, all the oldies. There's, yeah.
2: there's no adult humor there, there's nothing dangerous you know if your five-year-old watches it it's not going to be a problem you know they're, they're very much sitcom family shows that are yeah. just there's nothing wrong with them you know and that's 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 it's it's okay it's it's not it's not like it challenges you, but it doesn't have to sometimes. So it's like it's like bread. It's like man, white remember, rice. You know, remember Roseanne? Like, that show was fucking awesome. And yeah, that I was don't a great know show. if they show it. They never show it on
0: TV over no, here. No, no, anyway. they do they
1: do from time to time. They did, they did recently, Channel 4 ran the whole series of Roseanne again. It is such a wow. fucking good show, man.
0: There's definitely a cutoff for that show though. When Dan wins the lottery, that show oh, just that's became yeah, yeah, total yeah. fucking garbage. But so, so it, here's a show. Then, here's a show awesome.
1: Sips. Do you remember a show called Soap? Soap? So, uh, it rings a bell. Actually, it was. A, it was like it was prime time. It was a huge show uh, in the the late seventies, early eighties. It was. It was massive, right? Absolutely massive. Um, and it show. It was. It was nuts. I watched some of it recently. It's fucking terrible. But at the right. time, it was like this huge sort of. Uh, it was. It was like a big fucking deal. It really. Yeah. It, but you watch it now, it's. It's like. Awful, absolutely awful. So, like you said about these shows that age, soap doesn't get fucking rerun. I remember, like, you know what I mean. I remember growing up, there's a couple of shows that really stand out where I remember my
0: parents would were, were watching them, and I'm sure that like there was a lot of fuss around them, but I was too young to really realize. Like at the time, uh, Dallas was one of them. I remember. I remember Dallas just was like on all the time. It I don't was know fucking if my, huge. Yeah, My yeah. mom watched it or or something, but like I remember it being like it was a really big deal. And then I distinctly remember the theme music from the original Twin Peaks as well when that came out. I think my parents must have watched it. Well, um, Dallas got and, revived, and a lot didn't of people they? were like talking about it at the time and stuff. And um, it was only like years later that like I picked up a box set for it because it was like. I was reading some reviews on it and, you know, everybody was like going nuts about it, saying how awesome it was and stuff. So I picked it up. I didn't know like what to expect. And then the opening music started. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is crazy. My parents used to fucking watch this when I was like really small. And like I remember this music and I never knew what it was for sort of thing. It was just like one of those moments where like, it like all makes sense sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. it's really strange. But yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. I guess so. Like so now, like now we're watching these old, well, old shows like Seinfeld and Frasier and stuff the same way that our parents watch like those other old ass shows that probably nobody watches anymore. Like, when was the last time you saw the Munsters on TV? God, I don't think anybody watches that shit anymore. Yeah, not a thing. Or Gilligan's Island. (laughs) I mean, if it's black and white, (laughs) it's it's
2: gonna be a bit, a bit risky. A bit hard. Yeah, I think people just turn off because it's black and white. But there are some black and white movies that are like incredibly worth watching. Like. Twelve angry men and stuff. Um, yeah. old and- episodes of Coronation Street. Yeah. Holy crap. Well let's 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 end the podcast here on a random random just as a random Wait, time. Steve, we go on. We're on Sex Pest Watch twenty seventeen.
0: Twenty seventeen has claimed another victim. I don't know okay. if you guys have heard about <laughs> Poor well, Louis C.K. now with his <laughs> problems. Wait, wait, wait. He, he's he's not
1: the victim, dude. Problems that's the point.
0: exposing himself and masturbating in front of women now apparently. So yeah, he's had all of his careers in the toilet now. All of his movies and shows have been canceled and stuff. So that's another He, another, was, my, he was literally he's one not of a my victim. I know. Favorite. I know. But he, uh, yeah,
1: it's claimed another. Uh, it's another scalp. It's, it's, it's claimed another
0: person yeah it's it's it anyway it's,
1: that is that is fucking nuts of all the people it, it is nuts CK. isn't it yeah, yeah i never
0: thought that louis ck would be next on the chopping block but there you go so um, do you know what so, you know yeah, what the, this-
1: the the selfish thing i feel about this stuff is i'm always like I'm, I'm not thinking man i hope some more people haven't been abused the selfish part of me is saying Please don't let it be someone that I know or someone that that i really admire. Like, please and please don't let it be Eddie Howe, the Bournemouth manager. You know, so yeah. we have to he's please. a really good manager. Please don't let me know that Eddie Howe's been touching the Liz kids. Please don't let Liz
0: Hurley be like a
1: serial sex pest. Who? No, I'd fucking take ha- that. Liz Hurley? You kidding me? That gives no, me a shot. But- that gives me a chance. I'd just hang around with her, look a little drunk. <laughs> I'll wake up at a party with Liz Hurley on top of me. You want uh, this, don't you? I was like, yes, yes I do. Liz. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> just saying.
2: Oh, oh, I mean, shit. Louis C.K. I kind of I remember reading this thing before that someone wrote about him, which was like I think it was a, a female person was in his writer's room and he he just a been female a,
1: person wow
2: a, a female writer like um, had been in his writer's room and and it'd been he'd been like a complete asshole to her or something like this. So I think like I, I was a bit I was a bit on the fence about Louis C.K. before. After I read all that stuff, I sort of thought mm, yeah, he does strike me as the kind of guy who who might actually be be a bit of a problem but man i mean dude dude so is there any coming back from this stuff though yeah i think i think so do you know what because i think i think people really like louis ck and i think that
1: i I think also he's funny enough to think of a way to to come back and apologize and still be funny uh, he'll he'll have to talk about it he'll have to talk about richard richard Pryor coming back
0: after lighting himself on fire in a in a cocaine haze is funny. Okay. Yeah. Like it's self-deprecating enough to be fucking hilarious. Okay. And the thing is like what he was doing was, well, you know, pretty controversial, I suppose, like at the time or whatever, but you know what I mean? It didn't, he, it was, he, he, he was the one that was affected. It was right? him doing it to himself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I suppose that that's a lot more understandable than somebody, claiming victims through their behavior, yeah, like yeah. left, right, and center sort of thing. So I don't know. I, 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 I'm i not sure I agree. I don't know if he does come back from this, I reckon actually. he
1: comes back. I, I mean, think, uh, he's he'll not, definitely be not, tainted not like Rolf for Harris. the rest of Rolf, Rolf Harris ain't coming back. You know what I mean? There's no, no way that yeah. dude's going to do Animal Hospital again. Oh, fuck me, man. But Can I could you imagine, imagine Louis C. K., imagine like, serving
0: time at the age of 80. Like, fuck me. That's crazy. What the hell? Yeah. It all caught up to him in the end. Yeah. Old Rolf and his stupid fucking saw dick bending his music stupid dick yeah. so are we going to end every podcast
1: with
2: a new sex pest watch well, you, the, way, the way pesting. things are
0: going they're, it, they're, they're getting caught left right and center so it gives who's us who's going to be in it next week concrete well that's the
1: joy oh, let's of it. have a who little prediction. Knows? who do we think it's going to be little little prediction. I,
2: I don't think we can do this <laughs> this is going to get us into trouble that's <laughs> certainly going to get us into trouble we're going to have to bleep that alright we're going everyone thank you very oh. much All goodbye have a good one see you later bye Okay.